0: Deu for me ganão meu, marimbombo que ke cupim, que que eu vou fazer de mim? Ah oh. Welcome to The Kingless Generation, a podcast on the deep history of class struggle, paleo-parapolitics, and the demonology of capital. I'm your host, Fergus Schmudlock, And the first thing I have to do is certainly apologize for the recent hiatus. This is the longest hiatus I've certainly ever taken on the podcast, right? Uh, I've said that, you know, the issue is kind of... Uh, it's work related, right? I'm ex- extremely busy with work. Uh, also, kind of husband duty, I'll say, uh, right? So family and so on have gotten in the way. I've also got, as usual, about eight irons in the fire for the even for the podcast. So I promise there's a whole lot of great stuff coming. And uh, you know, I'm I'm doing a, so. What I'm doing now is a bit of a chattier episode. Uh, Partly because I want to get that apology out there and not have it on a more content-focused, perhaps more involved, textual, uh, evidentiary sort of episode. Because, uh, listening back to the podcast, um, I'm usually producing this podcast on a lower rate or slower than I want to. And um, it's mostly just me apologizing at the beginning of every episode, so I don't want to quite have that exactly. But um, Thank you so much to uh, patrons, members of the Kingless Generation who have supported this podcast and this project and participated in this project all along on the Discord server. Uh, of course, if you are not already a member of the Kingless Generation, you can become so uh, for the low proletarian price of three thirty-three a month on Patreon.com. Uh, so check that out. So what I'd most like to chat about today is, of course, the ongoing genocide in Palestine. It's really a continuation of the final solution that the Nazis first demoed on the Jews of Europe, and now, in a horrible irony of history and of ruling class uh, plotting, the uh, the Jews of Europe, or some of them, those who have been able to be converted to uh, the Jewish version of Nazism, Zionism, right? And uh, and it really is that the the early Zionists were at least in contact with. The founders, the, the, the roots of Nazism, they, their roots are really intertwined. And even during the Holocaust, some of the far-right Jewish leaders helped to uh, do the Holocaust uh, against leftist Jews in particular. And really, leftist, uh, Jew- the leftist Jewish community was the most decimated by the Holocaust. And then after the war... Right in 1948, you have the foundation of the state of Israel. Uh, the, the posters, however, all say, go to Palestine. Somebody posted a whole bunch of vintage Zionist posters from the immediate post-war, go to Palestine. And that refutes the, the idea that there was never a place called Palestine. Of course there was. That's where they said they were going to go and, and start this colony which they explicitly advertised as being a settler-colonial project. And it was going to be an aristocratic state. And it's of a piece with settler colonialism in the British mold, right? It's British-style settler colonialism, right? As what as would have been Lebensraum settler colonialism if the Nazis had really gotten going on that, right? Uh... Felix Biederman of Chaper Trap House had a very good point when he said that the the thing that Zionism is closest to would be if Lebensraum had actually happened, and the Nazis were now just finishing off the last of the Slavic peoples of Eastern Europe. Had them corralled into reservations and so on. Right? Um, And that all, you know, that comes from places like the United States. Right? You have a book like Hitler's American Model, We'll show you how uh, the Nazis got their ideas as well from America. Uh, in the Japanese case, you have Azuma Eiichiro. Uh, I, I mean, he's a Japanese-American, and he, he publishes mainly in English. So I think Eiichiro Azuma, maybe we'll say. Uh, his book, most recently, is In Search of Our Frontier. And... Um, I might be able to have a you know there there I will say uh, there's a lot of books that are not on uh, certain websites that you might go to to download uh, books perhaps and but but I might have PDFs that are somewhat related to their content uh, and uh, that is and I'll just say Discord has now increased their file size limit. To something like twenty some megabytes, so it's now possible to share uh, you know a lot of readings from the from the podcast right things that i I am looking at, even things I'm reading right now for the podcast I already have up there in the relevant channels and you can read along and you can prep if you want right uh, so so uh that's a great book uh, in search of our frontier, and that's all about. Japanese settlers going to various Anglo settler colonies and then learning kind of how to do settler colonialism and bringing that back. That was a big uh, project of uh, people like Shibusawa Eiichi and Nezuka Ichiro. These are some of the uh, people who went in the Tobei Jitsugyōdan. It's the, the capitalist you know the Japanese kind of aspiring silk silk toppers go on a goodwill goodwill tour of America at a certain point in the late 19th century and they meet with Rockefellers and Astors and network with all the big families right I just um I should put up on the discord as well. I just sent a uh, recluse from the farm podcast, "My pictures from touring the Hatoyama mansion, which is here in Tokyo. and you can it's open to the public. Uh, it's on the small side, but it's very much in the style of a silk topper mansion of America. And it has uh, complete with uh, owls of Minerva all lined up all in the backyard. Uh, in a row at the top of the house as you look at the, the back facade from the from the garden. I was kind of looking back at that, uh, pictures I would taken. Uh, that too, so Recluse was just speaking, he was talking about the film uh, The Evil Within and about the design of different silk topper mansions, right? And those as ritual spaces. And uh, that definitely fits in there. I was looking at, you know, my little, I, I'm not going to show you my kids, but like uh, there's video of my kids being there and they kind of go into the garden and one of them was like, I'm scared. They felt, so who knows, maybe they felt something. Uh, there was in there, I did not take a picture. I should have, I, I thought maybe I had taken a picture. On the top floor that is open to the public, there is a narrow staircase leading up one more floor. And at the top of that staircase, there is a tightly bolted, like, vault door. And that corresponds to a little tower that you can see from the outside, from certain balconies. Uh, that would be a place I'd love to see what's in there. Could may, Mike could use some ghost busting, perhaps. Um, shout out to the awesome series on Ghostbusters right now on uh, Program to Chill. I'm loving that. So what you can see there is that people like the Hatoyama's who uh if you didn't know they're, you know, Hatoyama Yukio was the guy who got to be president or prime minister of Japan like the second of the two times ever that uh the LDP, the American puppet fascist party has lost power in around about 2010, 2012 or something. and uh, that was and and they were famously just completely stymied and prevented from doing anything. The entire Japanese bureaucracy shut down, put the brakes on like the entire government. He wasn't even the person who was supposed to to be in that seat either. There was another guy who got taken down by a bunch of manufactured scandals and he was framed for things and and so on. That's a whole other story. Uh but the the Hatoyama's are in the Paradise Papers maybe. Uh they're they're definitely in the Anglo American elite uh, banking system, shadow banking. They're involved in that. Uh, he, so uh, Yukio is one person who has appeared in a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, he's talked to a lot of journalists quietly and reservedly expressing, you know, astonishment at the, uh, the sudden alignment in favor of Ukraine and the Nazis there and against Russia His family as well, you know, another thing that I took pictures of was like the the diary and the calendars from the Hatoyama Patriarch at the time going and uh, doing some kind of, I forget exactly what it was, some kind of uh, negotiations with the Soviet Union at a certain point in the Cold War. They played some kind of role there as well, right? So that's that's Yukio kind of living out those ties now as well, kind of being the one to say, oh, do we really have to, you know, do, what is this anti-Russia thing that we're all on now? Um, Palestine as well is an issue where Japan traditionally has been a bit more neutral, although they lined up, they're goose-stepping with uh, the US, the UK, and France to block the Russian-led movement in the UN Security Council, to condemn the Israeli genocide that it is committing against the Palestinian people. This has been a free preview of a premium episode of the Kingless Generation podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, as well as the whole catalog of back episodes, you can go to patreon.com. Search for us there. Uh, You'll also get access to the Discord, as I mentioned. Hope to see you there. Thank you for listening.